0: Welcome back to the Earn That Body Podcast. I hope you've had a great weekend and a great week last week. We've got a great episode today, but before we get to that, I just want to remind you all that the Holiday Challenge is open for registration and it's actually getting very close to sold out already. And we're just hitting November. Holiday Challenge is a two week challenge that I do and it's open to anyone. You can live anywhere around the world two weeks in December to help you not gain weight over the holidays. Super fun. You can earn prizes. You can hopefully not gain weight, which is a prize in itself. And you get access to the all new Strength in No Time video series that I have launching. It's going to launch with the holiday challenge. So don't miss out. Go to earnthatbody.com. You'll see a link right on the front that talks about the holiday challenge. And I hope to have you in the group. Now, what we're going to talk about today. Well, listen to this and let me know how this resonates with you. Watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch your words. They become actions. Watch your actions. They become habit. Watch your habits. They become character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny. And that was said by Lao Tzu. If you don't know who that is, you've probably seen the name L-A-O and the last name is T-Z-U, Lao Tzu. That was said by Lao Tzu and it's so powerful. And it's got a lot to do with being positive, how you use your words and how you use your thoughts. We're going to talk today about how keeping it positive might not even just change the way that you feel at that moment, but it might actually change your health. It might actually help you lose weight and it might actually change your life. And it's something that I am consciously working on right now because I keep seeing So many people who are successful at all things in life talk about how they put positivity into play in their life, and it changed everything. And when I hear things like that from so many different people, I start to wonder how I can get on board. But first, this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle's Eye on Health, this is coming to you from the University of California, Berkeley newsletter that they put out. They have all these different sleep behavior updates that they talk about and uh, beliefs are they real are they not and a few of them are absolutely awesome because some of them are myths that you might think and some of them aren't and i thought i would just bring a few highlights to you today to see if any of these resonate with you so one of the sleep beliefs says if you have trouble drifting off you should stay in bed and keep trying to sleep well when you're tossing and turning Get out of bed and do something relaxing until you feel sleepy. Read a book or listen to calming music. However, avoid using digital devices such as smartphones or tablets. That blue light can emit, or it does emit, uh, an effect on you that has the opposite effect, and it will actually boost your alertness. So, if you're someone who does struggle, and you're the the tossing and turning person in the middle of the night, this actually recommends that you do go ahead and get up. I think the best thing to do is get up, grab a book, get a little sleepy and go right back to bed. But it does say, don't don't keep tossing and turning, get up and do something about it. Another one, daytime behaviors for your sleep. This belief says hitting the snooze button when you wake up is better than getting up when the alarm first goes off. What do you think? Well, every time you hit the snooze bar, you interrupt your sleep the five or ten extra minutes that you get by hitting snooze aren't going to be restorative as well evidence is suggesting that snoozing in between alarms is associated with decreased mental function and mood if you want to sleep a little later set your alarm for a later time so forget the snooze button i haven't hit a snooze button since i think i was a teenager I have definitely found that for me, the alarm goes off, I get right up. I don't think about it. I feel like when you snooze, you think about it. And apparently, according to this, it is not helping you get more sleep, so you're better off just getting up. How about one more? All right, here's a good one. Alcohol will help you sleep better. (laughs) <laughs> Many of you know the answer to this. A glass of wine or beer before bed might relax you into slumber more quickly, but the smoother descent into sleep comes at a price. Having a nightcap may help you fall asleep faster, but alcohol can disturb sleep, especially the restorative stages of sleep later in the night. Having a few drinks can also worsen sleep apnea symptoms. So yes, drinking and sleeping, they actually don't go hand in hand. And it's kind of crazy because you you think like, oh, if I have a few cocktails, I'm going to sleep great tonight. But it actually truly affects the type of sleep that you have. And so you might notice that if you ever have gone cold turkey on alcohol, if you're someone who tends to drink a little more than you maybe should, you might notice that you sleep way better. Now, in most of my programs, I limit the amount of alcohol my clients can have because it's generally not healthy. It doesn't lead to weight loss, which is why most people come to me. And I repeatedly hear people tell me things like, when I did your program, I had never slept so good in my life. And that is a definite combination of one, getting your nutrition dialed in, but two, getting rid of so much alcohol because it's just not going to help you. So that's your eagle's eye on health today. A few different sleep pattern behavior, miss uh, things that you might think about and not know what to do, but now you know, and just so you know, if you are trying to shed those last pounds, sleep plays a very big role in weight loss because you do secrete hormones when you're in those deepest layers and levels of sleep. You secrete hormones for weight loss. And if you're someone who never gets to that level of sleep because you're constantly waking up or you go to bed super late at night and you're not getting enough sleep, those are the people who have the hardest time shedding the pounds. So sleep is one of the most fundamental. It's like a pillar of health. You have to have your sleep under control in order to feel amazing, to lose weight, and really to be as healthy as you can be. Now, let's get back to the topic at hand today, positivity. Now, I had mentioned in podcast number 157 just a couple weeks ago, the Marathon of Life, that I have made a conscious effort, and I did in the race, I should even say, a conscious effort to not let one negative thought enter my mind during my marathon. Now, this might have been my most successful goal that I actually reached that day. I was so focused. I'm not letting negativity enter my mind that after the race, a lot of people were telling me and coming up to me and talking to me after who raced it. And they said, could you believe how windy it was out there today? And I honestly, I had forgotten completely that it was windy at all on the race course. And anybody who raced Chicago a couple weeks ago knows it happened to have been very windy out there. Now, why did I forget Well, whenever that wind started blowing into my face after or during that race, and let me tell you, that is not what you want on a race day. You don't want to be having to expend even more energy in 26.2 miles going into wind. But whenever it was in my face, I didn't associate any. Thoughts with it. I took my mind elsewhere immediately because I didn't want to say things like, okay, this wind is not going to help me PR today. This wind sucks. This wind, blah, blah, blah. I didn't want to have anything negative associate to the wind. And let's face it, the wind was a negative out there, but I wasn't going to let it hold me back. And so I didn't even, I couldn't even remember. That it was windy. And I thought that was so interesting. I'm so excited for myself that I achieved that ability in that race to stay as positive as I could. Now, I think I've said this to you all before. I used to be a glass is half empty kind of girl. Now I say I used to be because I'm already using my words differently, right? Because normally I would say I am a glass is half empty kind of girl but I don't want to be that person anymore. I'm not that person anymore. So I'm going to say I used to be. Now I'm consciously working on this. I ask, you can ask my friends. I I talk about it a lot. Even my family, I'm really working on this because I'm just reading too many books and details about successful people. And they all have the same thing that they're saying is that they say, I stay positive. I have a positive outlook and it keeps me moving forward and it keeps me reaching my goals. Well, today I want to talk about the fact that we all tend to look at the negative when it comes to our body. Am I right? We are so hypercritical of ourselves. The words we say in the mirror to oneself is nothing that you would ever say to your child. And I've said that before. If You, you would never talk to your child the same way you talk to yourself, especially when it comes to you looking at your body in the mirror. So it's time that we take some action on this and to really see how can we shift our mental outlook to be more positive about our body, because when we are more positive about our body, we're going to be in a more healthy frame of mind. Now, I want you to, to think about the I feel fat attitude. Now, I hate saying that word fat, but how many of us look in the mirror and just go, ugh. I feel fat. Do you know what I'm talking about? Who knows what positivity might actually do in those situations to help you through that and how it might actually even help you lose weight. And right now you're thinking, okay, being positive is not going to help me lose weight. Well, just listen. Ta- really let this resonate with you as we go through a few of these things here and tell me if any of them are things that go through your mind. Okay, so number one. Do you ever get on the scale and you see a number that's not what you thought it would be? Like, say you're on my program or say you're 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 being really healthy and you're being really conscious with your workouts. And so you know when you get on the scale, you're going to have lost weight and you're super excited to get on the scale. You feel good, but you get on the scale and the say the number went up or say it didn't move at all and you were expecting the number to be down. Okay, let's drop the... I feel fat. As soon as you see that number, how many of you think to yourself, (sighs) I feel fat. Let's drop that and let's shift it to, okay, that's not the number that I expected, but that number could be affected by sodium and the salt in my food last night. I know it could be affected by my hormones, my sleep, and even stress. I'm going to keep trying because giving up right now won't get me to my goal. All, all of that sounds so much better than, ugh, I'm fat. So hang on to that. The next time you get on the scale, you're going to shift your thoughts into something, okay, that's not what I expected. I'm going to keep going. I'm gonna. I'm not going to let this get me down. Number two, has this ever happened to you? Your clothes are tight, right? The skinny jeans, you can barely pull them up. And you're like already annoyed, right? So the negativity is just, It's like it's brewing in your blood because you can barely get these jeans on. Or how about you try on the bathing suit and you're mortified. I know it's happened. It's happened to all of us. So I know you're listening to this and you can absolutely pinpoint a time that your skinny jeans were too tight, even that your not skinny jeans were too tight, or that you put your bathing suit on and you were not happy. You look at yourself in the mirror and you think, oh, I'm so fat. Right? That's possible. Those are generally the words that I hear people say. But what if we swap that for, okay, I don't love the way this feels. But the good news is I can take action right now. I can empower myself by dialing in my nutrition today. I can go get a workout in. And I know that if I can get my nutrition back on track and if I can be more consistent with my workouts, I will slip into these jeans easier. I will look better in this bathing suit. I'll feel better in this bathing suit. And I know that I can do it because I am the only one who can control that. And long ago, I have said, And I say it to clients all the time. Isn't it awesome that you are the only one who controls your health? Because what if someone else controlled it? (laughs) Then you'd put on your jeans and be like, okay, they don't fit. It's your fault. You controlled my health. You controlled my nutrition. And I can't get my jeans on. But that's not the case. So isn't it awesome that you are the one who has that control? Well, that's what I want you to think the next time you try on those jeans and they might be too tight. Instead of hating yourself or, or getting so down on yourself or calling yourself fat, I want you to empower yourself and say, ah, I'm taking action today, and I'm going to feel so much better even tomorrow. Number three, say you uh, had to take some time off at the gym. Let's say you didn't even have to take time off the gym, but you haven't been there in a long, long time. So this happens after holidays, this happens after vacations, and sometimes it happens after injuries, right? We can't, we're told we're not allowed to do certain things, we can't work out. You get back to the gym and I need you to drop this attitude. Oh, I'm so fat, I'm so slow, and I'm so sluggish. How did I let myself get to this place? Don't get so angry. Don't get so negative. What if we switched it? Switched it to, okay, I might not be where I was six months ago, but I feel so blessed to be here and to be back at it. Each day I work out, I know I'm going to feel better. I know I'm going to get stronger. And I know I'm going to get so many health benefits. All positive things I need in my life. Now, if you were to say those things, instead of getting upset with yourself, down on yourself, hating yourself, punishing yourself for not going to the gym and, you know, being wherever you're at, you're at, right? But being negative and having that negative self-talk, it's not going to drive you to where you need to be. So keep that in mind the next time it happens. Number four, how this has happened to all of us. This just happened to me recently. You're looking in the mirror at home, or in the clothing store. Okay, let's just go right to the clothing store, because what is it about the lighting in the dressing rooms everywhere you go? Now, this is sort of a, I'm going to stray off the topic for a second, but literally, what is it about the lights in those places? Now, I always like to say, okay, it's just the lighting. I know I don't really look like this, right? (laughs) And yes, you guys, even I see it because, but then I go, okay, but the light cannot make the cellulite that I see on the front of my legs right now. And so that's just the reality. Like Yes, the lighting's bad. Yes, the mirrors suck. But sadly, none of those things can make cellulite on your legs if it's not there. So yes, I feel it too. You might think, oh, come on, you don't have cellulite on your legs. I'm going to let you know that I do and it bothers me too, but I don't focus on it anymore. But the point being, getting back to the topic, if you look in the mirror at that clothing room uh, store and you kind of freak out because... It happens. It happens to me every time. If you freak out and you're like, oh my God, do I really look like that? We got to drop the, oh my God, we got to drop the, oh my cellulite. We got to drop it and we have to turn it around to, okay, I'm not loving this lighting, (laughs) but I am loving the fact that I have a healthy body right now. I have two arms. I have two legs. Hopefully. I mean, not everybody does who listens to my podcast, but we have to look at the things our healthy body has. And I need you to look in the mirror and start looking at the good things. So let's not look at the cellulite. I have two arms. I have two legs. I have a healthy body. I walked in this store on my own and I can afford to be here. I can afford the clothes I'm about to buy. Uh, I'm going to buy clothes that make me feel good about myself. I'm not going to buy clothes that make me feel, you know, that are too tight right now. I'm going to do something that makes me feel good, to make me feel comfortable. And this is who I am today, right? And never, honestly... Never leave a dressing room depressed because it's not worth it. The lighting is terrible. And you know what? That lighting probably does make us have cellulite on our legs. It's not really cellulite. It's the lighting. That's what I'm going to tell myself. But you guys, honestly, we have to be more grateful for what we have. Because getting down on yourself in the dressing room, what's that going to do? You know, it's probably going to drive you out the door and you're going to go eat something really bad because you're going to feel like, well... If that's what i look like anyway and you start to go into that hole right so that's where it starts to affect your weight now number five after a bad night eating out you know those nights uh well we got the holiday parties coming up or what about those vacations you come home from and you maybe overate or had too many drinks After those nights or vacations, we have to drop the, oh my God, I'm so fat. I can't believe I let myself get this way. And I can't believe I drank all that last night. I feel horrible. I hate myself. No, that has got to be flipped around. So I don't feel awesome this morning. I'm going to remember this feeling for next time because I don't like the way it feels. I know a good sweat and healthy food and water are totally going to make me feel better today, so that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm not going to do a detox. I'm not going to do a four-hour workout of punishment because of last night or my vacation. I'm just going to get back on track, and I know that in a few days, I will feel better. A lot of that weight gain will come right off. I had a great time last night. I had a great time on my trip. And I can feel good again. I'm not going to punish myself today. I'm going to just be happy and get back on track and be grateful. Now, that is a lot better way to handle those kind of days. You should be able to go on a vacation and enjoy yourself. I'm not saying you have to overdo it. I do see some people who go on vacations and they absolutely overdo it. And when they come home, they're very unhappy. It's it's one thing to gain, you know, 3 pounds on a trip. Again, depends how long your trip is, too. Some people have like a 3-week cruise, you could gain 10 pounds easily on a 3-week cruise. But if you're gaining 10 pounds on a weekend trip, you probably went way overboard. So yeah, you're not going to feel good. Doesn't mean you have to punish yourself. Doesn't mean you have to be angry at yourself as well as well. You just have to get back on track. Recognize if you don't like the feeling so that maybe you don't go so overboard again next time. So do you get the point? I mean, we can beat ourselves up every time we feel fat or yuck or gross, or we can just honor ourselves. The way we would our children. If my kiddo ever came to me and said, Mom, I feel fat, I would not agree with him. I wouldn't be like, yeah, you are. But yet we look in the mirror and say, yeah, we are, right? And I would, I would not make him feel worse by giving him even more negative self-talk. But yet we do that to ourselves all day long, right? Right? We would find ways to help our children. We would try to be positive. I mean, I'm always so positive with my son. You know, if he has a bad workout or a bad race, I'm so positive with him, and yet that is how I also have to be with myself. Focusing on the positive truly does change everything in our day. Now, again, you still might be thinking, but how's that gonna help me lose weight? Well, as I started talking about just a moment ago, When we get so down on ourselves and when we have such bad negative self-talk or such punishment with our words to ourselves, we start to throw in the towel. So when you get on the scale and it's not what you hoped and you think, well, I'm fat and this isn't working and, well, it doesn't matter and I can just eat, I'm just going to go ahead and eat that candy bar because clearly it doesn't matter. Well, you're more likely to do that if you'd had all those negative emotions. But if you'd had the positive attitude of, okay, it's not the number I wanted on the scale of day, but I know I'm headed in the right direction. I know I'm doing the right things. You're going to be less likely inclined to go grab the candy bar. And so again, just being really conscious about these, these five things that, like I said, we've all been through these five things and we will all be through these five things again, but how we handle it next time is what's going to be different. And me just talking about it, I know the next time you go, and here's a double whammy, when you try on the bathing suit in the store with the lighting, oh, that's like, like, honestly, order your bathing suits online so you can try them on at home because your lighting will be better. (laughs) But when you do the double whammy and you look at the bathing suit with the lighting in the store and you want to absolutely just cut yourself apart, you're going to think of me and you're going to go, oh, Kim would say right now to turn this around in any way you can. Now, that can be the hard part, okay? And I understand that. I'm not saying that, oh, I'm working on being positive, so now I just am every day. No, it's literally taking work. And I just did a lot of research on this, and I, and I keep reading about it. And I found a great article in Psychology Today. They did an article about being positive, positive. and this is what they said. They said, each of us has a set of messages that play over and over in our minds. This internal dialogue or personal commentary influences our words, our actions, habits, relationships, and ultimately the destiny of our lives. Now, too often the pattern of self-talk that we've developed is negative. And how sad is that? I mean, it's the truth, though, but it's negative. That's the type of self-talk that most of us have. And this internal seed of negativity causes a dark ripple that extends extends to all the corners of our lives. Now, this negative approach to life can become a self-fulfilling prophecy... Many studies confirm the correlation between positive thinking and success. So how can we begin to brighten our view of the world and infuse more positivity into our thought patterns? Although quite simple, they have six steps, according to Psychology Today, they have these great six steps that I want to tell you about that might make a profound impact on your approach to life and ultimately create a more positive outcome. So the first thing that they say to do, so this, again, this is like, you know, when we talked about meditation, it's like sitting and meditating is not easy. It takes work. It takes time. It evolves. That's what this needs to be. Practicing positivity needs to be something that we literally practice. So here's six things that we can use to help us practice. Now the first one is practicing gratitude and it may seem quite basic, but This one helps me probably the most. When I want to have a negative thought, I try to immediately switch it to gratitude. It might be gratitude in something right then and there. It might be gratitude for something in my life. But how quickly can you turn off the negative thought and turn it into gratitude? Now, I just recently um, read a book by Dina Castor. She's a Olympic-winning marathon runner. And one of the things that she did is that every night she had a gratitude journal. And every night I think she would write down two or three things to be grateful for. And they had to be different things every single day. So that's a great place to start as well. Whether you're turning off a negative emotion with something with gratitude or even starting to practice gratitude with a journal every night that will definitely help you on your way to positivity. Number 2, they say they they talk about two steps forward. What that means is that for every negative thought you catch, they want you to think of two positive observations or gratitudes. I love that one as well it's similar to number one obviously but it doesn't have to be a gratitude but if you catch yourself in a negative thought the oh my god these jeans are too darn tight and i am so angry Uh, uh, cut it before you start saying anything negative i want you to think now of two positive things that you can observe i don't care what they are it could be oh my god the rug in that store is actually so gorgeous well That's taking your mind and stopping the negative self-talk, or it can be a gratitude. Number three, positive posture. The mind and the body have an intrinsic connection. Each has a profound impact on the other. And if you are struggling to move your mind into a more positive perspective, I want you to try moving your body there first. So try standing up straight want your shoulders back, your chin held high, stretching your arms out as wide as they can go, feel powerful, feel positive, carrying yourself with positive posture will encourage your mind to feel more positive as well. So if you're struggling, just think about your physical nature. What are you doing? Are you sitting? Are your arms crossed? Are your legs crossed? Are you hunched over? Give yourself some positive posture. Number four, smile. I have done this one before. This one really does work. Another way for your body to trick your mind, because sadly, that's kind of what we're doing, right? We're used to going into a negative zone. That is how a lot of us just are. And so we have to trick our mind into being more positive, and you can do this through smiling. The simple act of smiling, even if you don't necessarily have anything to smile about, can instantly change the way you feel internally. Now, you want to know when I do this? I often will force a smile when I'm in a hard workout. So during a hard, like a hard mile, if we're doing mile repeats, or when I'm racing and I'm struggling, I will go ahead and smile. And often it will get me through that hard section. Smile. You feel like a moron sometimes, and that's fine, like because you're kind of laughing at yourself, because you look like a door, because you're smiling out of nowhere. But just go ahead (laughs) and give it a try. When you fix your posture, go ahead and put the smile on top of it. Number five, they call this one ditch the crabs. If you put a crab in a bucket, guess what? It will easily climb out. But if you put a second crab in the bucket, neither of them will escape. Once one starts to escape, the other will pull it back down into the bucket. In other words, surround yourself with positive people. If you feel like you are always around people who are also negative or also pulling you down, or, you know, sometimes you try to be positive and everyone around you is like, no, They're negative. No, that's not going to happen. Like, you know, like half of you might be listening to the podcast right now and be going, no, this doesn't really work. (laughs) But you don't want to be around so many people like that if you're trying to make this conscious change, right? So if you are someone and you, we all have a few people who you're like, that person is never positive. I don't like their energy. It kind of always brings me down. And they're always talking badly about this or that. And it's always negative. Ditch the crabs. It's okay. Sometimes to better ourselves, we have to surround ourselves with better people. And so I'm not telling you, you have to drop your friends. I'm just saying either get them on board with positivity or find a new group or just separate from that person during those times that maybe you need more positive support. And the last thing they talk about is doing something kind. It's Easy to get absorbed by our own world of misfortune and to forget all about the people around us. Stepping outside of your daily routine to help someone else can provide amazing perspective and fill you with positivity. So strive to do one nice thing for someone else each day. You might call a family member or a friend in need of kindness or kind words. You might compliment a stranger. You might go out of your way to help a coworker complete a task that maybe, you know, they hate or join all the people who do the pay it forward at Starbucks. I think it is so nice when people do that and they pay for the person behind them. And you, you never even get to meet that person, but they were just doing a kindness. Or what about this one? Smile at a stranger. Now, that one's funny, because depending on where I am in the country, I notice that there's quite a different reaction. Like, in California, if I'm, like, on a run and I smile at someone, they pretty much will ignore me and probably think that I'm crazy. But when I do it here on the trail in Texas, here in Austin, they usually smile back. And so I kind of try to make it a fun thing. Like, how many people can I smile at? How many smiles will I get back? But again, probably if you did that in New York, they will go right by you. But that's okay because you offered a smile. And you know what's really great? When someone smiles at you. Unless they're hitting on you. That's maybe different. But (laughs) when someone smiles at you it makes you smile back. And sometimes I, I notice, oh, that was so nice. That person just smiled at me because it's so rare. And I think that in itself is sad, is that we have gotten to this place where we are so self-absorbed and everybody's face is in their phone. The last thing they're going to do is look at you in the eyes and smile. But if they do, you might really appreciate it. And if you do it for someone else, it's it sort of pays itself forward, Right. So do something kind. And those are six things that you can start working on to practice being positive in your life. Because honestly, I think it's going to, I can already tell the changes that I've made in such a short time, it's already paying off in such big dividends. I cannot even explain. And it's honestly my goal to help people live as healthy a life as possible. I know I'm known for helping people with weight loss, but really my goal is just to help people get healthy. And if they lose weight as a result of that, that's awesome. I know that brings them joy, but my joy is watching people get healthy. And part of healthy is being happy. And that means many of us have to change our internal dialogue, including myself. As I've just told you, this is something I'm personally working on. And it will not happen overnight. But guess what? It can happen. And from what I'm reading about other people making these shifts, and from what I'm personally already feeling, this might just change our life, which is pretty awesome. And at the end of the day, who does not want to look back at their life and think, I really did live the best life ever? If you're not feeling that right now, like you're living your best life ever, then let's make a shift. And let's make it with that internal dialogue. Let's be positive. And honestly, if you have kids right now, whether they're little or teenagers, let's start instilling this behavior in them too. This would would have been an amazing thing to have been taught as a teenager. Teenage life, I mean, the teenage years are tough, right? Especially for the girls. It's tough. So if we can teach these six principles and teach how to be more positive, I can't even imagine what could be possible for these younger people as they get older. But again, I'm 47. I think I have a lot of life left to live, and I want to make it as positive as possible. So I hope you enjoyed this topic today, and I hope you realize that it can play into your weight loss, it can play into your health, and it can play into a better life. Thank you all so much for listening to the Earn That Body podcast. I get such a kick out of it when you guys post that you're, you know, listening to one of my episodes, when you post it on your Instagram stories. Please keep doing that. It really brings me joy. I don't make any money and I do not do sponsors on the podcast and I will not because that is not my intention with this Earn That Body podcast. My only intention is to pay health forward to reach as many people as I can, so Always share the podcast as much as you can. It is so appreciated. If you want to give me a rating and review, I would absolutely love that as well. That's a great way to say thank you. But overall, I hope you enjoyed being positive for this episode. I hope that you can make that work for the rest of the day and the rest of the week. And just remember the Earn That Body podcast is always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. Now go join the holiday challenge. I hope to see you then. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.